Bravo Live. I am John Senning in studio with Joey Flash. Drew Garabo holding it down at the Garabo compound on the mend. Hopefully returning soon. Feeling those Irie vibes. Yama. sale now get yours today all proceeds go to the down syndrome association of tampa bay you've got two awesome designs to choose from the drew garabo live design very sexy sleek with a gold a gold lettering that says lod in an outline of drew's chiseled body swinging a club uh, that says legion of drew at the bottom drew garabo at top and then both the shirts have our signatures on the back. Drew's has his, mine has mine. Uh, my shirt is a peach uh, or creamsicle-esque uh, colored shirt uh, with the L-O-D lettering, and I am jumping off the D, contrary to popular belief, uh, laying a big elbow out with my big nipples flying through the air. Uh, they're awesome shirts. Uh, thank you so much to Achieve a Credit Union for making this whole deal possible. And like I said, 100% of the proceeds currently going to the down syndrome association of tampa bay go to the boneonline.com there's a little rotator at the front so if you go one two three over that is where you will find the down to merch shirts and you can get yours today courtesy of achieva and woveprint.co thank you very much to everybody involved. Oh, great job wove they look phenomenal they really do they're very very cool shirts and i and i hadn't actually because i had been looking for an image of the of the signatures and i just hadn't seen them until over the weekend and that part just looks uh, just really the the chef's kiss on top of an already really really cool shirt uh that you will get the uh the signature of of whose shirt it will be on Heck your back yeah. Very, very cool. Shall we uh, spark up some joints? Shall we? Indeed. John's Joints being brought to you by Chassis. It is man care for down there. I was outside a lot over the weekend. I did some fishing. Uh, I did uh, just some outdoor activities. I was in the sun, and I needed that that area between my legs to be dry, and it was because of Chassis. They've got an entire line of products. You can start with the 5-in-1 shower primer, which is a special body wash for that area between your legs, gentlemen. Then the restoration cream, a nice lotion that'll soften the hair and get the perfect canvas for a dry, odor-free day going. And, of course, the powder that changed the game. You can go premium, ice, or ice max. This time of year, I suggest the ice max. They're menthol-free, all made in America, and will ensure that you are chafe-free, odor-free, and dry as can be all day long. Stock up on the entire line of products at ChassisForMen.com. That's C-H-A-S-S. Is4men.com. Mm-hmm. I forgot to tell you, I, I wanted to send you some pictures. I went fishing yesterday morning and I caught a bunch of fish. What'd you get? They were all here's the thing. They were all uh they were all catfish. Oh which oh. which is I mean, I'm I'm very easily entertained when it comes to fishing. So if I'm catching fish, uh, it's it's a day for me. Sure. But I remember catching catfish when I was younger up north in Michigan, but they're they're a bitch. That's all there is to it. They've got these little like sticker. Th- Let me just put it to you like this. We were all bleeding 
fairly profusely by the end of the day because oh. they've got sharp little things on the side. They've got the barbs coming out of the side of their mouth. Yep. So although we were catching fish all day, not the fish that I was wanting to be caught, and they, they left their mark on us. They'll put a hurting on you for yeah, sure. Yeah, they really did. You so, want a decent pair of pliers for those cats. Yeah, and that oh, was, yeah. It, was, uh, it, was, it was fun, but it also hurt. But my undercarriage was dry the whole time. That's all you really need to know. Oh, good. Uh, As it's been said, and we've let you know time and time again, Florida is first and foremost when it comes to people uh, and where they live that participated in the insurrection. We had the first person charged a couple weeks ago. Now the first felony. And what do you know? Home sweet home. It's a Tampa man who breached the U.S. Senate chamber carrying a Trump campaign flag, was sentenced earlier today to eight months behind bars, the first resolution for a felony case in the Capitol insurrection. Paul Allard Hodgkins, hey Paul, I'm sure you're listening, apologized and said he was ashamed of his actions on January 6th, speaking calmly from a prepared text. He described being caught up in the euphoria as he walked down Washington's most famous avenue, then followed a crowd of hundreds into the Capitol. Statement went on to say, if I had any idea that the protest would escalate the way it did, I would have Never ventured farther than the sidewalk of Pennsylvania Avenue. This was a foolish decision on my part. Mm. Prosecutors had asked for Hodgkins to serve 18 months behind bars, saying in a recent filing that he, like each rioter, contributed to the collective threat to democracy by forcing lawmakers to temporarily abandon or temporarily abandon their certification of Joe Biden's 2020 election victory over Donald Trump and to scramble for shelter from incoming mobs do these do these charges feel right to you thus far uh man i don't know when i look at some of the inequities and and what other people serve in prison or don't serve i don't even know man yeah it's very it's it's interesting to because there's so much political behind it as well like i know that we all have eyeballs and we can watch and see what happened with certain people that i i don't believe that every person who was in and around the capitol should serve the the same sentence that the guys that were out there bashing cops over the head and and spare, and you know spraying bear mace at people should should face right. but trying to figure out and wrap our heads around what actually happened that day because you know not, as far as i know nobody's being tried with treason or any of these other daunting federal charges right. uh, that could really you know ruin someone's life i i think when it's all said and done it's going to be shocking for some to see how how weak, for lack of a better term, some of these these charges are. Yeah, and I'm, I know that there are people who are probably going to go to jail who woke up that morning just thinking that they were going to take part in a peaceful protest and got caught up in stuff, but the minute that you breach the doors of the Capitol building, uh, you know, you, you kind of left yourself open for that. Yeah, in pronouncing the sentence, Judge Randolph Moss said the Hodgkins had played a role, if not a signif- if not as significant as others, in one of the worst episodes in American history. Still, he chose to give Hodgkins a year less in prison. Uh, that was not by any stretch of the imagination a protest, Moss said. It was an assault on democracy. He added, it left a stain that will remain on all of us, on this country, for years to come. It is thought that the sentencing could set the bar for punishments of hundreds of others' defendants as they decide whether to accept plea deals or go to trial. Hodgkins and others are accused of serious crimes, but were not indicted as some others were for larger roles in uh, in conspiracies. Right. Oh man, it's going to be. Uh, I, I I will tell you just from what we're seeing thus far, I'm kind of shocked. Like I just I thought that these people were going to be looking at 
insane prison sentences, and I just don't think that's what's. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I agree. Man, a, a scary, scary weekend, uh, especially if you were at Nationals Park in Washington, D.C. Three people were injured in a shooting Saturday night outside of the park in Washington, D.C. that sent baseball fans and players scrambling during a game. A fan outside of the state, stadium was one of three people wounded. Uh, that coming from the executive assistant chief of police for D.C.'s Metropolitan Police Department. The fan who was shot, a woman, is expected to recover. Police initially said in statements posted on Twitter that four people were shot. The two other people wounded in the shooting were associated with a recovered vehicle and are now in the hospital being questioned by police. It's unclear what their exact involvement was in the incident. Uh, it sounds like this was a shooting between two vehicles outside of the park. Is that what you're gathering as well? Yes, while someone was waiting for an Uber, I believe. Yeah, CNN journalists inside the stadium reported hearing multiple loud bangs during the bottom of the sixth inning in a game between the Washington Nationals and San Diego Padres. Fans fled their seats and sought shelter after hearing the gunfire. Uh, man, the scenes of people going down onto the fields, and I guess people were trying to get into the to the dugout it, it's just uh it's terrifying i mean are you somebody when you go to a large event do you use when you sit down do you automatically start thinking of what you would do if something went awry yeah i like to like map out a little escape route i didn't used to think that way but now anytime i'm in a big group of people i i absolutely think about that i i do the same thing i've got this audio that i heard this morning that is one of the most disgusting things you're ever going to see and disgusting in the sense of this is how I think this kind of embodies uh, where we are when it comes to shootings and violence oh, in yeah. this country. Uh, this is an eight-year-old who was uh, being interviewed uh, by, uh, by a news outlet outside of the game uh, regarding the shooting. An, eight, an eight-year-old. I just saw people looking that way, and I didn't know what was going on until I heard someone say get down, so I just started going under the seats. Oh, my gosh. How are you feeling? Uh, it was my second shooting, so I was kind of prepared because I always am expecting something to happen. Oh, my gosh. If that doesn't break your heart. And I mean, what... what uh, I don't even know what you can do. Like, what is... What is, what is the respectable, responsible solution to children not having to grow up in a in a in a United States like that. I, yeah. I, I don't think any one person has the has the has the answer, but it really feels over the past year plus this is getting worse. And whether it's you know maybe if we haven't seen it, it feels to me like what we're seeing more of on a daily basis is innocent people being caught up in other people trying to shoot each other for right. for a long stretch i think it was you know these these lone wolf gunmen going into places and that's still happening that didn't stop happening but in a lot of what we're seeing now it just seems that people are are willing to settle their grievances with other people no matter what the problem with guns and more often than not there are innocent people caught in the crossfire it's a byproduct of people not valuing life enough and um I don't know what we do to go the other way, John. Neither, neither do I. But to think that there's an eight-year-old, and, and trust me, there are eight-year-olds. There's, hey, I made it till 34 years old, and I've never been in the midst of any shootings, and maybe that's just geographical or whatever it is. But to think that we live in a world where an eight-year-old can have been a, a part of or in the midst of multiple shootings by that age, oh, uh, it, it should yeah. make 
make us want to do better. Yeah, to be desensitized to it at that yeah. age. To be like, oh, it was my yeah. second well, one. And that's, you know. Looking at her face, she, she looks so casual. That's the other right. thing, too. It's, it's what what has to happen to an eight-year-old to have been in the midst of, of such a traumatizing thing and then be like, eh, I'm always kind of expecting something to pop Ugh. off. No big deal. Tragic. Jeffrey Epstein and what happened to him, I, I think it... It kind of, I won't say it's been swept under the rug, but much like a lot of things in society, it's the biggest thing that anybody can think about or talk about until it's not. And then it just goes away. So some of these details in which I'm about to touch on, I, I did, they were lost on me. or did, I did not know specifically uh, in regards to his cellmate. After disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein was found dead in his Manhattan jail cell in 2019, accounts have differed as to whether his cellmate tried to kill Epstein or prevent him from committing suicide, up according to a forthcoming book. Epstein, who was convicted of sex trafficking minors, was found unconscious with injuries to his neck on the floor of his secure cell block at the Metropolitan Correction Center on August 10th, 2019. Uh, I'm going to say this guy's name wrong repeatedly, but I'm just going to give it a try. His name is Nicholas Tartaglione, a hulking ex-cop facing the death penalty on federal murder and drug charges, was, for some strange reason, unbeknownst to anybody, assigned to be Epstein's cellmate. And up until this point, will not cooperate with authorities regarding Epstein's death. His lawyer said that uh, that Tart- I'm just going to call him Nicholas. That Nicholas was friendly with Epstein and denied that he had anything to do with his death. He theorized that his client was being set up because he had filed a complaint after the- he he filed a complaint on the prison for inhumane living conditions. So this new book that comes out asks the question: Why did a guy who is in prison and going to most likely be put to death? For a quadruple murder, a former police officer, why was he the one put into the cell with Epstein? That's a great question. According uh, according to the book, a series of suspicious events followed Epstein's death, beginning with the surveillance video of the incident uh, disappearing. Prison officials said it was inadvertently destroyed. And the man, Nicholas, had an illegal cell phone, uh, but the government hasn't, won't, and refuses to release its contents to this day. Authorities have never released a report uh, on their investigation into Nicholas or the death itself. (sighs) Perversion of justice. The Jeffrey Epstein story uh, is set to be released tomorrow. I mean, can it be, when, when I really think about this, and I, you just cut it all down. It, I think it is just as bad as it seems. This yeah, guy definitely. who had all of the secrets on people reaching the highest peaks of, of politics and fame and every other thing in this world was in prison and they just killed him. And, and, and we're at a point now where it seems everybody got away with it. Yep. No yeah. question. Dude, we were talking about this before. And like, I think up until now, most people didn't know he even had a cellmate. Like, everybody thought he was so high profile that he was in there by himself on lockdown just to make sure that nothing could get to him. I, I was almost wondering, do you think, let's just say for the sake of entertainment, that that this is exactly what happened. He was killed because he knew things and people were worried, whoever you want to make that person up to be, whatever it is. Do you think that they then formulate a story that's just juicy enough to get people to, to question it, but... 
but not know everything. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like yeah. they know it's going to be bad, so they're willing to to push back on the fact that the tape was destroyed, and they're willing to give that out and make people question everything. But by doing that, you've given people enough to think that they know everything, or at least know enough. Does that make sense? It does make sense, and and I I don't think we know one one thousandth of the story. Yeah, it's it's scary to think that uh, if you know enough and, and, and there's enough people on the upper echelon in on it, you can just be killed and just kind of disappear and there's not going to be major pushback. I mean, to think that knowing what he knew and nobody's, I don't think, debating that he knew a bunch of stuff about a bunch of people, that there still hasn't been a full-blown investigation or the findings of that investigation released to this day, that alone should tell you it's all bad. Yep. I mean, if there's one thing we've learned in the past few years is that giving people enough of the truth to turn it into a conspiracy theory is enough to invalidate the truth. Yes. So that way it's yeah. unbelievable. That's, right. that, that's what I was trying to say. You just said it in a much better way. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> So we talk often about the situation playing itself out in restaurants. It, it, the, the fact of the matter is you're not, depending on where you go, because I've had some really good experiences lately, but I just think it's you can throw a blanket statement out there and say, for the most part, you aren't going to get as good of customer service and as great of an experience in a lot of places currently because of the state of of the hospitality industry, whether it's Fair. staffing, whatever comes along with it. I just think kind of saying that, that's not too far-fetched, right? Fair to say. So we we call for patience. You know, be kind to the people who are serving your food. Well, in one instance, and it's up in the Northeast in Cape Cod, things got so bad with customers berating the staff that they had to close down for a day to offer a day of kindness. Jeez. Customers at the Cape, uh, at Apt Cape in Cape Cod, Brewster or in Brewster, Mass, have been particularly abusive this summer. But the straw that broke the camel's back came last Thursday when Brandy Castellino, the restaurant's co-owner, told the New York Times a man verbally tore down a young co or young worker who told the customer that he was not able to take his breakfast order because the restaurant had not opened yet. <laughs> as many of our, the owner goes on to say, I never thought it would come to this, the shocked uh, restaurateur speaking out. As many of our guests and patrons treat us with kindness and understanding, there have been an astronomical influx daily of those that do not swearing at us threatening to sue arguing and yelling at my staff making numerous team members cry they put the lengthy post up on facebook this is this is not an acceptable way to treat any human uh so they actually are had to shut down for a day to give their their employees a break from the human beings who go and eat there good lord Really weird. You know, I used to go to Cape Cod every summer, actually, and I love being out there. I would stay up in North Trail, go to P-Town, like, every week, uh, you know, almost every other day. And they have an interesting kind of work program there. It's like a foreign exchange program where a lot of Ukrainian and Russian girls come over, and they're the ones who work a lot of those shops oh, and restaurants. Oh, wow. Yeah, that does actually make sense because some of the names of the employees here do not uh, – That I can see that being uh, – I can see that being the scenario. It is – now, being a complete dick, and I say all of this as somebody who is the most – easily schmoozable uh you know you can i can be at the on the brink of rage 
And then if you just are nice to me at the yep. end of it, like you can win me back. And I've, I've seen that with you before too, Drew, like sure. it can be bad, but as long as we're coming to some so- sort of mutual understanding, like I'm not going to leave there angry and I'm, it, I'm not going to be mean to you. So finding that balance of accepting that the goods and services that you are kind of paying for are no longer on the scale and what you're used to without treating our fellow humans like garbage, I think that's going to be something people are going to have to figure out over the next few uh, few years, probably. No doubt. Just treat the people who serve you with kindness and compassion and understanding, right? I, I have to say, I do not know, and maybe... You know, I haven't seen any numbers. I don't know if things are getting better with the staffing situation, but I was down in the Nokomis area over the weekend, and I saw a gas station in the middle of the day uh, in a, on a busy stretch of, I guess, Tamiami closed because the signs on the door said we can't find anyone to work. So then I was in a Walmart, which I'm never, ever in Walmart. So maybe this is normal. Maybe it's not. It was busy as hell. It's as busy as a Walmart can be or, or, or is in the evening. Lots of people grocery shopping. There was not one single human being tending a cash register. And the only person who seemed to even be there that was working there was in customer service. And it just made me wonder, what is society going to do? to adjust to the fact that nobody wants to work. Is that how it's going to be where you'll go to a restaurant or a store and and maybe not see one employee the entire time you're there? I don't know. I mean, because that does, it sounds like it could be a fix to make things work, but, but it also wiping out physical, actual human workforce seems like that. That's going to come back and bite us in the ass one day too. No doubt about it. It's scary, man. We'll get through it, John. (sighs) We will. I uh, I've had a problem with Peppa Pig almost forever. I've just uh, I, my nephew when he was uh, when he was very little was enamored by it. I know that an entire generation of children just love Peppa Pig. I don't I don't know why he rubs me the wrong way. I've made it very well publicly known that I don't appreciate or, or normally watch shows where they have accents. That's probably something wrong with me. But it's just I, I like to I don't like it. I don't I don't usually connect with it. So maybe that's okay. why. Well, what do you know? American kids are binge-watching so much of the British cartoon Peppa Pig that children all over the United States are developing English accents and even (laughs) using words like telly and ready, steady, go. The so-called Peppa effect has already led kids in the U.S. to mimic the star swine from the U.K.-produced Peppa Pig and all that extra telly time during the COVID-19 restrictions appears to be making the phenomenon more widespread. Screen times were lifted as parents worked from home and extra Peppa uh, binging has ensued. Now, parents say more kids are opting for Father Christmas instead of Santa Claus and throwing out expressions like, give it a go. Peppa Pig was the second most in-demand cartoon after SpongeBob SquarePants for a 12-month period ending in February. The Wall Street uh, Journal uh, cited data from a consulting firm at Parrot Analytics. It was the 50th most in-demand show of all shows, period. This pig must be stopped. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm joking for the most part, but is there actually a bad 
Is it bad if we have a generation of kids that, that talk with a little English accent? I think it's kind of funny, actually. Yeah, I would say if that's the worst side effect of a show that kids are watching or a game that they're playing, then uh, we're doing pretty well. Uh, and lastly, do you now? Now I feel like we just came off the heels of Fudgegate, so it's kind of uh, you know it, it sits right into you know fits right into that. Are there foods modern day that you hide from the other people that you live with? Uh, not right now, but yeah, I could see that happening. Like Malamars, for when, sure. When when Xander was little, did you hide? Uh, did you hide food or or no. snacks or treats? No, no. I've I've always uh, enjoyed sharing with the family. Well, I ask you that to tell you that Oreos is starting. <laughs> The Oreo Thins Protection Program Sweepstakes, <laughs> which you're not yet going to be able to get them in stores, but pretty much what it is is an entire line of special edition Oreo Thin Packs that are camouflaged as household items, such as a Hanes t-shirt bag, a Better Homes and Garden cookbook, uh, <laughs> what you can win by entering a new sweepstakes. So it's it's pretty damn funny. They, one of them is... Uh, I guess if you wanted to put them in the freezer, because it's a freezer thing, it mm. says cauliflower medley riced veggies, and it looks like a, a Jolly yeah. Green Giant frozen vegetable pack that's, that's actually uh, that's actually Oreo thing. That's yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, as Brilliant. somebody who's had roommates forever, yeah. like you know, there's a roommate dynamic where like people in the house like they have food that they regularly get, so like they're the yogurt guy or the cookie guy. So if you happen to get the same food as them, they're just like, oh well, you know, this is what I get, so this is all mine. So then they'll eat all of your stuff like without. Mm. Yeah, well, this is this is definitely a way. Hopefully it'll become a, a normal thing because I'd imagine that that is actually probably more likely than people hiding sweets from their kids. Because if you hide a sweet from your kid, you just you just hide it. Kids are, yep. you know, they're not. They should have done that with toilet paper. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I, I am. Uh, I'm all burnt up. John, next, I would love to talk about that uh, boating mishap that ended up with a 17 year old kid tragically being responsible for killing a 16-year-old friend of his. He got his sentencing today, and I, I'm dying to see what people think about that. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. You know, you can't compare every sentence ever compared to other sentences, but just when we've seen things that feel like they're in the same general ballpark, you wonder how, how do you, we end up where we ended up as mm -hmm. of today. So uh, mm -hmm. we will talk about that and much more coming up next. On Drew Garabo Live, Medi Weight Loss is the medically supervised program that can keep you accountable and it can keep you losing weight. It's very easy to just constantly be looking at the LBs on the scale. Some people, they swear by it. Every morning is started off with the scale. But that's not going to be a true idea of what's going on with your body. When I go in for my appointment at Medi Weight Loss, I step onto the futuristic scale that prints out uh, this little ticket, and I sit there with the nurses and the doctor, and they tell me exactly what's going on with my body. Okay, looks like you need to drink a little bit more water. Okay, your fat mass is this. Your muscle mass is this. And you make sure not only are you losing weight, but you're losing the weight you're supposed to be losing and that accountability. Every week, knowing I go in, that I'm going to go in and meet with the doctor, it's what keeps me losing weight. And they want to hook bone listeners up with the free assessment. Go to startmedi.com slash 1025. It's startmedi.com slash 1025. Or you can call 877-MED-LOSS. If you do that, make sure you let them know that you heard John Senning talking about it on Drew Garabo Live. It's Drew Garabo Live on 102.5 The Bone. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.